Welcome to the Shabby and Man podcast. We are partners, parents, podcasters, broadcasters and everything else in between. Because we're recording one day before Diwali, a choti Diwali hai na. So Deepavali ki hardik shubh kamna hai. Hardik ya Virat shubh kamna hai. Oh, the, in case anyone doesn't know today was one of the most exciting cricket matches I think I've seen. Edge of my seat. Could have gone anywhere, could have gone either way. It went to the wire. Who was playing who by the way? India was playing Pakistan. That's right. Two of the greatest rivalries on a cricket pitch. At the MCC. Yeah. Would you call it a subcontinental derby? It is. Uh, yes, it is. And uh, it is something that always gets fans excited whether you're into cricket or not. When the two teams play each other uh, in a cricket match, you know that everybody around you is buzzing with excitement. No, this match was exciting because till the last over, hmm. you didn't know who's going to win. Till the last ball actually you didn't know who's going to win. Yeah. which is where you know everyone no matter what side you are whether you're India or you're Pakistan you know your heart was in your mouth yeah and this is what makes superheroes out of ordinary people but of course this is no ordinary man we were talking about india's former captain virat kohli an exceptionally accomplished cricketer but he's gone through a very bad patch in the last 2 years that's right he, he gave up his captaincy people have written him off yeah Uh, so I'm happy for him. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I hope people give a lot of credit to his wife Anushka Sharma because each time he played badly, they put all the blame on her, saying that oh she must have distracted him. So I hope this time they'll give her a pat on the back, and I hope that they'll give her credit where it's due because that's how it works. Well, you mean behind every successful man, there's a successful woman, absolutely, or a pushy woman. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I don't know. You know, I remember India and. Pakistan played each other very often in the 80s 90s in Sharjah you know because hostilities between the two countries had reached simmering point because politics was really getting in the way Are you talking about the Imran Khan days I'm talking about Imran Khan days Do you hear yesterday that he's uh, banned for 5 years Yeah yeah well that's another story that's Pakistan politics for you but uh, well we're treated to a lot of background noise today there's a rave party going on somewhere and there's ambulances no, zipping down maybe, our road maybe it's diwali yeah it is diwali well it could be diwali for rishi sonak yeah it could be before we get to rishi sonak actually i was talking about india and pakistan uh, cricket matches in the 80s and the 90s and the only place only neutral country supposedly neutral country where it could happen was in uh, the emirates in dubai sharjah and uh, like i said when it comes down to the last match when it comes down to the last ball it either makes you a villain for life or it makes you a superhero not for life just to the next no one. that's where you're wrong i still remember the match i must have been a teenager but i you're still remember about that uh, chetan, chetan sharma chetan sharma javed miadad hit I, him for a six story. when pakistan needed four to win javed miadad on the last ball of the last over hit chetan sharma for a six and i don't think anyone ever named their kid chetan sharma ever again Apart in india apart from our friend uh, our friend was already he's older than me so obviously he had already been named yeah. but chetan sharma was blacklisted for the rest of his life because suddenly you know people started unpicking his strategy his bowling they, who plays who gives a, what what is it called i forget now is it not a yorker not an in swinger full toss who bowls full toss to somebody of the capability of javed miadad in the last ball of the last over so chetan sharma's career completely fell apart virat kohli doing exactly the opposite today of course uh, that's very mean actually it's it is mean it's, but it's only, that's how seriously i know but that's how seriously people took it those days you know even now though, i know even though 1.6 billion people may be you know 
biting the nails yeah and uh, it's fantastic actually because virat kohli has not only anushka sharma put out a beautiful tweet saying obviously saying how proud of you i am so proud of you and you know our daughter is too young right now to fathom just what her father has done today but i'm sure when she grows up and she looks back on this footage she will realize just how much it mean, meant to the country and of course tomorrow is diwali so it's a beautiful diwali present for all indians as well um you wanted to talk about rishi sunak back in the game uh, no it's boris johnson who might be back in the game no i know but rishi sunak also nearly made it everybody in india got so happy the last time he was shortlisted with liz truss well we're recording this on a sunday the results well the results come out on friday yeah but tomorrow we'll know who the the candidacy is decided whether it's one person or two people if rishi sunak just wins it hmm. can there not be three can it not be a three way tie it can be but if the others can't get 200 yeah then she's he's won it anyway yeah now explain this to me i know i have a master's there's 300 there's 352 conservative mps so technically there can't be three people getting 100 each i was going to say i do have a master's in political science but my knowledge of modern day politics is a bit rusty as when you say your knowledge of politics and of science is a bit um, rusty dodgy uh that's because i'm more into oh, entertainment uh, showbiz now rusty is a very nice word i was going to use the word non-existent no please so explain this to me so if it is a, on what basis are they making these predictions when people haven't actually voted are they actually asking all the mps who are you backing and are these figures Is that how they are compiling the figures? If yeah. they're saying that there are 120 or 140 people behind Rishi Sunak, these are the MPs that have publicly stated that, that this is are, who we are supporting. We are behind this person. Yeah, isn't it becoming? Are people still going to take this seriously? Isn't British politics becoming a bit of a circus? I mean, is this? Does this not feel like a Halloween pantomime where you know the ghost of Boris Johnson is again coming back into politics? And I mean. Well, I don't know. This is a British Asian kind of podcast. Yeah. Right? So, is Great Britain, is the United Kingdom ready, ready for its first British Asian prime minister? A, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, you said it very politely. Yeah. I'm saying is it ready for a brown person hmm. to rule the country? You mean finally are they going to put all their uh uh those who are racist or those who feel that it was a bit much, one step too far? For a How many years did um, Great Britain rule India? 200 something years? 300 years. Yeah. So you you saying that Rishi Sunak is going to be oh he's still very English. No as um, Ranveer Singh said, apna time aayega. Oh chalo, aa gaya. So again, British politics once again in turmoil and exciting days only because we need a prime minister and it'll be about 4-5 days before we find out who this prime minister is. Uh <coughs> excuse me. Last week or when we did the last podcast we also mentioned uh, a movie a Pakistani movie that I was extremely excited about The Legend of Molajat which you went to see the premiere I went to the premiere and I haven't stopped raving about it since I came back because it is really one of the most phenomenal films I, heard that I have seen I heard that what you wrote or said <coughs> was passed on to the um stars the director the yeah the to stars. the director and to the stars because they were in a WhatsApp group so uh When I go to underground and they have posters of Mola Jat. Yeah. Mola is it Mola Jat or Mola Jat? Mola Jat. I don't know why I say Jat. Instantly I say Jat is Jat, isn't it? <coughs> Do you want to cough first? Me. No, it's okay. I've coughed now. Yeah. Right. 
This is not a radio studio where you put your mic down. Yeah, I got. This is a phone. Yeah. So I was saying how I've been raving about the film because a lot of pe- people are saying that oh, for a Pakistani f- film, it's amazing. For a Pakistani film that was made on a humongous budget, it is amazing. Oh, for something coming out of the subcontinent, it's amazing. No, it's just an amazing film. You didn't finish, stop. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said if I go on the underground. Yeah. Will I be seeing you know under the poster it says oh superb movie says Shabnam Sahib. Sa- Top notch yeah. movie. Yeah, I think everybody is pretty much saying that. But yeah, we were one of the firsts because I gave my review five six hours before it actually came out in the UK. It had already come out in Pakistan, obviously, and uh, absolutely phenomenal. I'm uh, my reference is uh, what is my reference? Um, I don't know, but do you know that Malajat was a? It's a remake. Hmm. The original movie is from nineteen seventy eight seventy nine. Yeah, I do. I do. It is a remake, and the exciting thing is that you know they are saying that it's our homage, homage, because the same person who scripted all those iconic, I believe, Punjabi lines uh, for the 1979 film has also co-written the script for this with Bilal Lashari. So I believe they name-check a lot of the dialogues that people are familiar with. For me, of course, it meant no sense. Because my knowledge of Pakistani cinema is sketchy, and I definitely haven't seen. You don't actually speak Punjabi. I don't speak Punjabi, but that didn't get in the way at all. Absolutely brilliant. I was comparing it to uh, Gladiator, uh, but people are saying it's Game of Thrones. I haven't seen Game of Thrones, so I don't have that reference. But all of them, from Hamza Ali Abbasi to Humaima Malik, the two baddies, forget about Fawad and Mahira. They completely Mahira actually out of the four, she had the least to do. But I, it was very. Fantastic to see that Mahira and Fawad still Look, share you, that screen chemistry. You may be on first name terms with them, but <coughs> to a layman like me, are you talking about Mahira Khan in Fawad Khan? Khan? Yes, I am. Uh, so it was a phenomenal film, and I recommend very strongly if you are able to go and watch it on the big screen because it is a big screen experience. You know, none of the faltu elements that most Asian filmmakers try to add by अच्छा एक गाना डाल देते हैं एक romantic scene डाल देते हैं it has romance but it's very underplayed it sticks to the story the the, the VFX and everything else is done to a Hollywood standard they had it's the kind of movie natives. you want to see in the cinema absolutely now to all our um, Hindustani those hmm. yeah they're probably not going to be able to see it are they unless probably, yeah unless they go to Dubai or something yeah I don't think it's going to be shown there in fact Bilal Lashari was saying that the amount of love that he's got from Indians those like us who live outside of India those who Indians who watched it in America Canada UK Europe didn't you Australia say, didn't you say that when you were at the premiere yeah that uh, Kabir Khan was Kabir Khan was there he watched it with us as well so that's what Bilal Lashari said that it's absolutely For those of you who don't know Kabir Khan's guy who made 83 and Bajrang Bhaijaan yeah yeah so, so um you know that's what he was saying that the love that it has got from Indians and that is such an amazing thing i believe this is again it has it has many firsts to its name so the most expensive pakistani film ever made the first pakistani film that has broken the box office record with 100 crores worldwide the first pakistani film to have released in i'm not quite sure how many but 27 or 37 countries all across the world many many firsts to its name and it has a bit of a history like brahmastra so it they started talking about it he says i started talking about it nearly 7 8 years ago they started shooting 2019 then the pandemic happened so it's been 6 7 years in the making you know i, I believe um I think she plays the bad guys. Humaima Malik. Humaima Malik. I think they say that she's really stole the movie. There's something very Shakespearean about the way she plays the baddie. You know, she could be Lady Macbeth. 
who is no spoil the story charming big no everybody knows she's the baddie but she's charming she's beguiling but she's pure evil and uh, in fact they were saying all the behind the scenes stories that are now emerging you know because the cast and crew really got together to plug this film um they're saying that when it went to the pakistan censor board apparently there was one person one lady on the censor board who said that no it's very graphic it's very violent should we be passing it the way it is while everybody else stood up and said if we cut even one scene we are walking out you know it is perfect the way it is my favorite behind the scenes by the way i have not seen the movie hmm. i will go and watch it one day yeah. but my favorite behind the scenes story is that um fawaz khan hmm. he tried to do a christian bale yep. and amir khan kind of thing and yep. i think from, he put on 100 kg uh, i mean from 70 kg he went up to 100 he went up to 100 yeah and he's diabetic yeah and he played havoc with his system yeah type 1 diabetic so he says yeah. that i've been taking insulin shots all my life he ended up in hospital i think after 10 or 15 days of shoot yeah i think his kidneys kind of gave up yeah and he was that's what he says that never again never again a lot of people said even hamza hamza says that at the time i was quite big anyway but the prosthetics and the hair and the makeup and all of that would take so long that it became very tedious but it's lovely to see that because it's been it was shot nearly uh, they finished shooting in 2019 that was 3 years ago so now when you see them they're all absolutely slim trim in the pink of health looking their best you almost unidentifiable talking about usually hyped movies yeah we had the pleasure you and me of yesterday watching on netflix yes lal singh chadda what did you think of it you i was very excited because i knew three of my friends hmm or in that movie big part three i think is it okay big parts ha you know ha should, should i put you in the spot and ask you to name them or you no, no, not no, going to no, name no, them no. well um and nothing so actually, exciting, yeah but, but nothing ages you more than watching your own contemporaries on the big screen saying oh my god they have aged and then you yeah, realize yeah, you are yeah, the same yeah, age as exactly, them exactly yeah yeah uh rather you are the same age and, and i think um all of them must be knowing um The girl we used to work with once hmm. uh, was married to Amir Khan. Yeah. And uh, they're now divorced, of course. So, yeah. so I No, Kiran Rao is very much a part of the equation in every Amir Khan film because there's a very strange kind of a divorce. They're divorced on paper, but they so still kind of So she's also the producer, so I've got a feeling yeah. that... Uh, she got her friends in. Some of her friends were in this movie. Yeah. Uh, you know... entertaining yes but not the best amir khan film i've ever seen by any standard there are little bits and pieces of it which are completely not needed or completely you you have to take it with a pinch nahi a pura kadhai full of salt no it's because you haven't seen forest gump no i haven't because a lot of things were seen by seen the same the white feather that's floating at the start at the end it's that could be so thing. but I, um, in my defense i haven't seen uh, christopher nolan's memento either and i absolutely loved um gajini in forest gump i think he meets uh, elvis mm. jfk uh, you said all yeah, the all yeah. the big he meets john i mean he influences john lennon kind of thing yeah. the same way that in this one you see a bit of shahrukh khan yeah well, what i what didn't make any sense to me was how he just keeps he said okay when he's heartbroken he just starts running and he starts running and he running and he starts running and he runs all over india that made absolutely no sense to me you know i know that it's a metaphor for not stopping and kind of carrying your beliefs with you and getting people other people with you and all but it was one step too far moved for me so, so i am not you're a huge american but this one didn't really did float not, your boat no not at all it's already out of my system i saw it last night Normally I'm someone who raves about Amir Khan performances for days and months and weeks and years 
ഖാൻ one of the most nerve wracking yet one of the most exciting interviews of my life it is right yeah, at the start and, and of my career you had some phone calls live phone calls yeah and do you remember of people one? pretending to be do you remember the prank phone call yeah, which was going on another show because it was you yes Correct. i remember that as well uh, I, i think i asked him that uh, i've just loved you in bazi do you always shave your chest and your legs no did you and say did you shave your legs or did you wax your legs or uh, something like that silly but yes i remember that Uh, but he he set the bar for me really i mean if if your first celebrity interview right at the start of your media career is with amir khan you're spoiled for the rest of your life because you want everybody else to match up to his dedication i remember he came for two hours and you know how star struck delhiites are about bollywood stars everybody in that times of india building from the md to the ceo to everybody else wanted to have a you, photograph and a big wanted to give him a what bouquet what you can't reply i was asked to come and do a prank call but yeah so whatever like everybody found an excuse to be in the building that day and amit just put his foot down he said that you know we've been telling our listeners that for two hours i'll be in a studio with shabnam answering their queries we can do all of this before or after that but these two hours are reserved for my listeners and that is what shows you what a committed man he was even back then you know i remember raja hindustani had just come out that was his big hit then so um it's really, really spoils you for life so amir khan is a personal favorite and i've never hidden that but lal singh chadda a nice movie a sweet enough message doesn't um, uh, follow the stereotype but there is something majorly missing you know for those who don't know times fm is now called radio mirchi yeah that's right um so that's it i mean w- why did we do an episode out of turn last week i can't remember now amita bachan's 80th amita bachan's 80th of course um thank you so much for all the feedback thank you so much for all your messages um um we try and talk about the things that excite us is that it we just talked about a bit of bollywood and uh, diwali that's all that has happened in the last 2 3 weeks loads has happened of course but uh, kids are on half term even on the work front on the school front there's lots going on in our lives and uh, we should be able to inshallah we'll be able to share uh, uh, many more stories in the coming weeks and months but uh, for now um, i look at it as a trio of festivities um Durga Puja, Karwa Chauth, Diwali. Dashera Diwali. Well, three or two nahi hua, four ho gaye. But uh, after Chauth, that, was Karwa Chauth only last week? It was two weeks ago. Oh, it was two weeks ago. I was just saying. No, 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 no. It was ten days ago because Karwa Chauth is on the fourth day and Diwali is always on the fourteenth day. So how come that Mendi is totally gone? Yeah, yeah, the Mendi is gone because I didn't give it enough time. I only sat with it for about an hour until well, it dried. That's not looking good for me then, is it? It's all right. It doesn't matter. It'll be again nice and bright and sparkly for Karwa Chauth next year. But yeah once we are done with Diwali then there's a bit of a break before Halloween we don't really celebrate Halloween but Halloween comes along and then you get into Christmas mode right uh, a Christmassy things have already started I believe the lights in um, our main streets Oxford Street Regent Street are about to go up any day Forget now. that I saw the first box of mince pies on in Sainsbury's about 3 weeks ago now I think extremely unseasonal 
even before the pumpkins made an appearance but that's the way it is uh i'm that's such an american thing i i mean i'm not a fan of pumpkin spice i know you like it don't you only in my coffee i don't know call me weird but i'm i don't want to have coffee with kaddu in it yeah pumpkin spice and kaddu slightly different um that's it now what what else do we have to look forward we don't do thanksgiving so after diwali it's it is the next festival the next big celebration here is um, is christmas right no Then Black Friday. Well, oh, please. Yeah, of course those worshiping at the altar of sales it is Black Friday. Um So, remember bye-bye bolde fir. Let's say bye-bye. We'll catch you again in two weeks time when we'll hopefully have a lot more to Why talk about. Why don't you tell people uh, how to get in contact with us if uh, they want to? We're on all the social media platforms uh that people normally follow. We're on all the podcasting apps that people normally get their podcasts from. Shabi and Man is our name. He's Manish Sahi. I'm Shabnam Sahi, and it is yeah, a pleasure. It's not an interview to bring you uh, a podcast every two weeks. Until two next weeks. time, then. Till next time, Sasrikal. Shubhdi Pavali. Have a blessed, beautiful, bright, sparkling day. Whatever you do. Bye bye. I'm not keen on that. Bye.